What is up? Oh Sugar my Bush. god! Yeah, that's that's incredible. Bet you guys, Holy bet shit. you guys didn't expect some new music to pop up. Yeah, uh, we don't worry, Cliff Diver. We're still using your song as the intro, but it's just for the space. Yeah, season. we've this, changed. We it were up. hype about the yeah. space. We so we got new sounds on the board, yeah, right? So that's still your air horn. Oh, thank God. Everything else is a new sound though. So go ahead and try them out. Ooh, that's long. Yeah, I know. I gotta cut that up. That's really long. A little longer than I expected. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I just right, figured we could stop yeah. it. Ooh, I want a good one. one. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, Very together, nice. yeah. Necessary. I like this one because you can just, you can like just. Yeah. You can yeah, use yeah. it at your at your will. And then we have. Is this one? That's, that's oh. intro music. <laughs> <laughs> and then this one is. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> and then this, this. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's still going. Oh, it's like a war. Yeah, it's like a whole war. <laughs> and then this one's the one we can't stop when we press it. So I think I made it the shorter one. Yeah, it's just a couple beeps because oh. we this button we can't we yeah, can't yeah. stop it like we can do the rest Man, of them. Man, um, these are sick. I like, how, I like how we're doing this in the Twitch streams. Like we can't hear. Yeah, them. he was like, no, sound aside. <laughs> it's gonna sound sick in the podcast. You have to go yeah, back and just listen to like thirty seconds. Of yeah, because we're gonna re release it as soon as we get in recording. Yeah, that's true. Um, so today we start our space season. Long which, awaited. Yeah, because every time we finished an episode. Or we finish recording. All we do is talk about uh, talk about when we're gonna do our space season. The space um, season is happening. I mean, it's probably more awaited by us. Yeah, than, than you guys. You, you've probably never you heard of it. Never yeah. sending us any mail. Yeah, never send us any mail and never tell us any. Give us any feedback about the podcast. But our a shout out to the homies in Mexico. Yeah, shout out to the homies in Mexico because <laughs> they they are repping for our downloads. Yes, right they now. are. Same thing with uh I mean France kind of fell off, but still if you are in It's cool. the French area yeah. right now, uh thanks for hanging out with yeah. us. Yeah. That's sick, dude. You're Snackson gave me the the Podbean stats account yeah. and, and now I watch it religiously. So, we know Yeah, I haven't checked the stats account in fucking like in probably it's weeks cuz I don't have to cuz Goose yeah. just calls me and is like, "Hey, you want to hear about the stats?" Yeah. I'm like I do, I I'm really so do. Hype about it. Um, but yeah, I, we very much appreciate you, friends. And, yeah, you know, you uh, there's really showing up. There's more of you listening to us across the pond than our own friends in Kansas. Yeah, I mean uh, that's yeah, up. that's fucked up, that's dude. Fucked up. So if you want to be friends, go ahead and shoot us an email at snackspacksmail at gmail dot com, uh, and then we're going to need you to write your local. Uh, government and tell them to lift travel bans because we're gonna yeah. pop over yeah. for a second. <laughs> say what's up, petition hang out a little your bit. Local yeah, government. petition your local <laughs> parliament. I think that's what it's called across the pond. And uh, <laughs> fucking let us come on over there. So, sound good? Sounds good. Cool. Great. So okay. this is gonna be a two parter episode and possibly even longer. Maybe even three parts. And you know how it usually goes. You know. We can make you know we don't have to split these up in different parts, but it's just easier for us when we record. There's fucking podcasts on Spotify that are like four hours. Long. I know. I don't understand, but you I know, don't want a four-hour podcast. That one person who might listen to this, who criticized the length of our podcast, really got under my skin, and I was like, "Man, is it too long? No, <laughs> it's definitely not too long." It's if you guys if on the Twitch listen to this tell us if it's too long yeah or if you, you want guys us are the to only people who talk to us yeah about this if shit. you want to you know maybe. Fucking have certain episodes. We can have mini sods sometimes. Yeah, Just we let run. Us know. A, yeah, seriously, we're always running <clears throat> these full season. But like, the, I don't always want to do a current event. Yeah, season, yeah, so, me neither. Yeah. Um, so basically, you know how this goes. I introduce things, and um, 
Goose tells you what's going to happen this season because I don't fucking know. And while he does this, I am going to run and grab my laptop charger. So Goose, oh, smart. fucking keep them, uh, keep them distracted while, while I run away real quick. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, this season is going to be about space. It's going to cover all manner of space facts and mythos. Um, the first episode that'll probably be between one and three, depending on how long, because we prepared hella notes for this, will be about UFOs and aliens, uh, talking about the theory about those and potential visits and whatnot. Uh, then the next uh, couple-parter probably will be about the solar system and the cosmos, and that'll just be about, you know, cool space shit that we like. And then... We always do a media episode because it's fun to talk about movies and music and games. And, and we can talk about movies, music, yeah. and games. for We could for start ages. an entirely other podcast. Yeah, why won't out. someone message us and say, can you guys do one about a movie? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. You got time. You need to watch some space movies. I do. I do. Need I to just watch watched space another space movie. What, what so you tight. Watch? Prospect. On Netflix with Daniel Pena. I have to check it out. Did oh, you watch? So uh, cool. Did you watch the space movie? It was called like Another Life, Second Life, something like that. Um, it's fucking crazy. Wait, we were doing this. Wait, we can't talk about. Movies. Oh yeah, That's yeah, it. you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, so we're gonna be talking about. I think what I want to do is this. You know, we'll talk about like potential alien visits and stuff like that. The way I've yeah. sectioned my notes out, I'm gonna write some more notes for the second part of this episode, but. I've got my notes consist of mainly like, um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, <laughs> they consist of uh, gov- times the government got involved with supposed UFO. Oh, you got a lot of those. Yeah, wow, yeah. Supposed tight. UFO. Mine are pretty different. Um, and then I think next part of this episode, I'm going to do alien supposed alien abductions. Oh, um, I didn't even yeah. do any of those. Yeah. Nice. That's um, a good idea. Uh, okay, so let's start with the basics. I'll, Hold I'll on, be I don't know if we can years. give you relationship advice, Lizette. Oh, um, yeah. That's like a liability. Terrible. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've dated one person. <laughs> uh, the Okay, so yeah, I'll cue your shit in because I, I, I know when it would fit in. So yeah. uh, start with the basics. Do you think aliens exist and have they ever visited Earth? You think that? Um, so I do think aliens exist. So are any of the ones that you have prepped one that you think is real? Uh, there's some. There's there is some that I I'm uh, I'm probably a little bit skeptical of, but I also like some of them are kind of convincing. So, yeah. Um, especially when yeah, the government yeah. gets involved. There, yeah, I, and I have a whole section about that because it's crazy that we prep those separately. Yeah. yeah, I have that one that's. We'll talk about, but yeah, I yeah. have some theories about it, too. But personally, I do believe aliens exist, you know, extraterrestrial life. Do I believe that they've visited Earth? I don't I think... Don't. I don't think they've came and made contact, like, they've, like, set on the... Like, got on Earth and no was little like, green men. what's up, dude? I actually have the origin story of the I, little green I men. I do, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, but I think maybe they've passed by. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, I think... I. I don't know. I don't really think that it has. If any aliens, and I'll get into this more in, later in my notes, but I think if any aliens have come to Earth, it would be long before we had electricity. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. that's the only time. Because yeah. I think we'll get into it. No, yeah, I agree. I, I agree. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, so I think aliens do have to exist, though. It'd be crazy. It's just for a space to be. I would be furious if we were the only yeah, cosmic even, aberration even with like because i have i have one of the theories we'll go over is the rare earth theory 
um, that I have written nice. down here, uh, and it's got all the 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 factors that yeah. factor into intelligent life and complex organisms. Uh, but it's also like, no matter fucking, even if it's like a point zero 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 one percent that life exists, the There's universe so is so big that that has it has to have happened it's somewhere. Like they're you know the the Hubble deep field picture was mm-hmm. really famous because they yeah. took a picture of the darkest part of space and the entire picture was filled with galaxies. Yeah, yeah. They took a picture of a part of space that we couldn't even see yeah. and it was completely full of whole sections of thousands and of millions you, of and stars. If, if you just don't think that someone is in there oh, fucking... It's impossible. Yeah, it's literally impossible. Impossible. Um, so I think I that, hope that we aren't the only ones cursed with this yeah, awareness. Yeah, me too. That would fucking, be unfair the, as the fuck. The only sentient beings in the, in the, in, in the universe. Dude, that when we were doing research, when I was doing research for this, I was getting into like the Catholic theory of alien in uh like really? Jesusness. Yeah. Like so Jesus uh, was an alien? No, no. So uh the cause there's always the question if we go to an alien world, do they have the same sin guilt yeah, that we yeah, do? Yeah. Uh and I'm probably paraphrasing. I'm not into God, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, me neither. But uh the idea is since the original sin that we have humans is to Earth, we can't assume that aliens have original sin. So they could be sinless creatures. And I was like, so if, damn, the Catholic Church really yeah, thought about yeah. this. So, but if like if they are sinless creatures, and you know, when we or go, they could have their own sin. When we go to their with. world, is it just a free pass to do whatever we want? No. Because because uh, we still have our yeah, sin. I guess yeah, that's that true. was I explored uh, that. That's true. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'd be crazy. Though. I wonder how like if aliens did exist and say they they were a either sinless creatures or they had like a, their own religion, like something that happened. I wonder how the, the church would, would, they would just try to convert them. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we have like Christian aliens. Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. That's why they, no, wait, this one. Was this one got more blasts? Yeah. I want to use that. Okay. One more. Um, That's the air horn equivalent. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they would, uh, they would, uh, try to go on missions to this planet. Um, and if you don't know when, People of certain religions go on missionary trips to go to third world countries and rebuild their schools and stuff like they that, and try to convert yeah. <laughs> convert them to their religion. That's uh, colonization. Yeah. So, um, and it's fucking wrong. So, don't at me on that. Have you ever heard of the Fermi paradox? Mm. I read your notes about it, okay. and I looked up into it a little bit. But go ahead and fucking yeah. explain it. Some so, more. for those who don't know, who aren't on the up and up on the space, yeah. Facts. If you're not, uh, you're not on uh, coolspacefacts.com yeah. <laughs> constantly. It's named for Enrico Fermi, an Italian American physicist. Um, he came up. So it's it's just about the contradiction, and just like we were talking about, between the lack of evidence of extraterrestrial civilizations and like the various high estimates of the probability of them existing, yeah. because. Again, how the fuck could that... I mean, even in our galaxy, how are we the only ones? That'd be an abomination. I thought that was very weird, too. I, th- I thought about that as well, that even in our own galaxy, we're the only and we're the only planet that sustained life. And I guess Mars would be the closest There's, one that might have sustained life sometime before they're fucking... That's a Venus now, you know. Is it really? Remember? Remember? We'll get... Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. In our space. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the... You know, in the Milky Way alone, there's billions of stars similar in size to the sun. And it's like, okay, what if only 0.001% of those had planets? Yeah. Just planets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be still fuckload of motherfucking planets. Yeah. So, yeah, it's – it, and the basically the paradox is like that. It's that there is a, such a high probability. Uh, but the, And there's actually some calculations uh, 
oh yeah, it's called the Drake Equation. Is written by Francis Drake. Uh, it was, it was you know it, the quote unquote equation. Yeah, but it was just like showing how likely it is life exists. It, it's it's conjectural for the purpose of conversation. Yeah, but it's kind of like a Schrodinger's cat. It's just a thought experiment. Yeah, but. Uh, it, it, that's a an example of the kind of like high estimates of life existing. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, and many of the stars and the planets are much older than the sun. Mm -hmm. So, if the Earth is uh typical, maybe some of them developed intelligent life a long time ago, which I think is an interesting theory, and that kind of leads into the Great Filter theory. Yeah, so the Great Filter theory is kind of pretty much the same thing. As uh, the rare earth theory, as I'm looking at, really, uh, yeah. So I'll explain just that it actually was that. Unlikely. I'll explain. I'll yeah, explain do yours, the, and, and then, then we'll, we'll do, do the great, the filter, great filter. Yeah. So basically, the rare earth hypothesizes that um, hypothesis argues that the origin on life and evolution of like biological complexity and shit and sexual reprodu reproduction, multicellular organisms on Earth. Uh, required an absolutely improbable combination of astrophysical and geological events and circumstances. Um, that it was just fucking one in a million, basically. Like, it just... I mean, yeah, um, that is so, believable. Yeah, it, It's I, so it weird that life yeah. exists. We're um, two people on a crazy. podcast talking about yeah. our existence <laughs> and, and the end of our existence. Fucking and insane, we were a chemical dude. reaction a billion years ago. Oh, That's... my God. But uh, according to the hypothesis complex, extraterrestrial life is an improbable phenomenon and likely to be aware. So the requirements for complex life are the right location in the right kind of galaxy. Rare suggests that much of the known universe, including large parts of our galaxy, are actually dead zones that are unable to support complex life. So as the distance increases from our galactic center, if you know what the galactic center is, basically the supermassive fucking black hole uh, at the center of our uh, galaxy. It's the rotational center of the Milky Way, and it's basically, it's literally just a giant fucking yeah. black hole. Um, stars, as we get further from the galactic center, stars metallicy, uh, metallicize. Yeah, no, it's... No? M E T uh, fuck. I was I said it, see it. I said it like six times before we did this, so I wouldn't fuck it up. Metallicy, Met, uh, metallicity. Yeah, metallicity. There we go. Uh, declines metals, uh, which is um, described basically as elements that are other than hydrogen and helium uh, are necessary to formation of terrestrial to terrestrial yeah, planets. Because like uh, a big theory for Earth is, and like somebody in the chat. Gecko Jeeper mentioned Goldilocks theory, and which is kind of the same thing. It's just that it's so rare that we're in the exact perfect spot. Yeah. And a big theory for Earth is because our core is made of so much nickel. Yeah. We have a really powerful magnetic field that protects us from sun radiation. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, so it's possible for a lot of planets to be near suns and be like big rocky planets but not have a hard nickel yeah, center. Yeah, yeah. And so it basically uh, on the rare Earth... It's uh, as we get further from our galactic center, X-rays and gamma ray radiation from the black hole at the galactic center and from nearby neutron stars becomes less intense. Uh, gravitational perturbation of planets and uh, planetismals by nearby stars become less likely as the density of stars begin to yeah. decrease. So because of that, due to number one uh, that I named off, uh, the outer reaches of the galaxy are no-go because they're just too far. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and... 
because of rule two and three, the intergalactic regions are ruled out. Habitable zone is to believed to be sandwiched between the inner, like a very, very slim, slim margin uh, okay. between inner and outer rings of our galaxy. So is that like a confirmed thing though? Like this is, that's like real that it is actually thin or is it just conjecture that's, based on how yeah, galaxies are formed? A fucking a hypothesis oh, at, okay. at, at its, at its core. Yeah. Um, and, but it, it just due to the evidence, it makes sense of why, you know, we would be sandwiched in in this yeah. one habitable zone. So basically, the uh, the um, qualifications for a rare Earth are you have to be uh, basically orbiting the right distance from the right type of star. You have to have the right arrangement of planets, yeah. a continuous and stable orbit, um, because, you know, if you're not having a stable and continuous orbit, you're stuck somewhere, basically, or you're becoming too close to, you know, whatever galaxy sun, uh, it's, you're going to fucking die. Yeah. Um, and then, so you need a large moon, and the thing about our moon is it's really unusual because other rocky planets in our solar systems only have tiny, uh, what they call satellites, Yeah. Uh, which are just basically captured asteroids that got stuck in their gravitational pool. Um, and so the giant impact theory actually hypothesizes that the moon was a result from an impact of a Mars a Mars-sized body uh, dubbed Thea with the young Earth millions or whatever years ago. This impact also gave the Earth its ax- uh, axial tilt and velocity of rotation. Uh, this rapid rotation reduces the uh, daily variation in temperatures and makes photo- photosynthesis viable. Uh, axial tilt can't be too large or too small. It has to be literally just right. Um, so whatever... Thea, this Mars-sized body that smashed into us uh, forever ago, hit it in just the perfect... Are they saying that tilt is necessary because of, like, climate? Yeah, yeah, okay. basically, yeah. Oh. Uh, and and for the the development of, you know, plants and shit yeah. like that, yeah. Whoa. So, and then... That's, that would be really yeah, rare. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's extremely rare that... Uh, 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 Please don't be us. Dude, right? I don't want shit. us to be the only uh, one. That a, a fucking... Pretty much another planet because they 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 you know think it's about the size of Mars hit our planet and then knocked off a piece of it that got caught into our gravitational pull and that's like the uh, and that's where what our moon is basically uh, but no other planet in our solar system has that the, yeah you know fucking what Jupiter's got like sixteen moons yeah, apparently yeah. they're all just asteroids not big enough. Um, Man. and so, yeah, so, and we need the right type of atmosphere. Obviously we have to protect ourselves from, you know, the fucking intense radiation coming off the sun. Uh, and that, or that's just in space in general. Uh, and one or more revolutionary or one or more evolutionary fuck triggers of complex life. So the evolution, and I thought this was funny as well, cause I didn't know this, the evolution and persistence of sexual reproduction and biology is another mystery that we have no idea why. We evolve to reproduce the way we do because it, it's the complexity of sexual reproduction does not make sense compared to asexual reproduction. Why wouldn't we have evolved into asexual reproduction, um, which is apparently a big fucking sex mystery? Is rad. Yeah, sex is tight. Trust what do you me, mean? I know. Yeah, but uh, the ones that the ones that have to fuck like yeah, it more. But it's all, <laughs> but it's also like it's also like you know back then where you know you're not fucking banging out for pleasure. It's like why did we evolve these people that yeah. we need? two individuals from, you know, different sexes to reproduce. That doesn't you, doesn't make sense for our survival, basically, compared to asexual. I mean, but the whole, like, argument of, like, we're too complex to make sense thing. Yeah. That's, like, kind of a Christian yeah, it is science true, yeah. thing. But, yeah, like, it, it's kind of just an entropy thing. Like, everything just gets more 
complicated. Yeah, you it's know? fucking insane. And then the last thing is uh, it has to basically be the right time in evolution. So life on Earth is regarded to have spawned relatively early in planet the, in our planet's yeah, history. The sun can't explode or be too big yeah. or too small. Uh, yeah. And the evolution of multicellular intelligent organisms took around 800 million years, and civilizations on Earth have existed for around 12,000 years. Which we are nothing. Fucking, are yeah, dude, nothing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, dude. Uh, so, okay, that's actually, so, a couple parts of that I didn't know about, like, the axial tilt thing. Yeah, I didn't either. I thought that was just, you, I, we I didn't know it there. was, ma it mattered for, like, that much for life. Yeah. I've read a, a book about, uh, this planet that didn't, or, what is it, did it not have a tilt or did it not rotate? I can't remember, but it made these, like. Area like just thin bands where the cold part of the plant it must have been not really? rotating yeah yeah that's and crazy so like they made a band where like the thin the hot and the cold met and that was the only place where humans lived it was no, a cool book that's crazy yeah that's cool. that's insane that's tough. uh I like our Earth rotating yeah so do I yeah, I yeah, yeah. All more sense. and I think and I I didn't know you know I didn't know about how our moon came to be like I I oh I, I guess yeah. I just assumed that, like it just always always there but I or I assumed that it was kind of like you know a, a fucking piece of our planet or an asteroid that got caught into like our rotation yeah. but i didn't know that earth was hit by something yeah. as big as fucking mars and that's where we're supposedly we got a lot of that nickel too. yeah uh so the fermi pair so the great filter theory yeah uh it, so it was so first you have to understand there there's nine steps that would result in colonizing the galaxy or the universe uh so it has to be in the right star system like and that's everything we were just talking about yeah and uh, then reproductive molecules like RNA are formed, like from chemical reactions of like uh, you know coming off of a comet or whatever. Yeah. Then uh, simple prokaryotic single cell life. Then complex eukaryotic single cell life, and then sexual reproduction, which is tight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then multicell life. Uh, then tools using animals with intelligence. Uh, or tool using animals with intelligence. Yeah. Uh, that's us. We're the animals. Yeah. The tools. And then civilization advancing towards the potential for colonization explosion. Uh, it says we are here now. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about I mean, that. we are closer than ever, obviously, but, you know, we're yeah. still yeah. apes. Uh, then there's a colonization, uh, colonization explosion. There's billions of stars in the Milky Way, some of the galaxy, like we said, uh, so that... You know, it, just like when white people found out about uh, the Americas, they're like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So Let's much space. fucking go, dude. We would go nuts. Yeah. So, um, oh, oops. So, oh, yeah, hold on. I got a little fucked up there. There we go. Yeah, and I mean, and so some of these civilizations that would develop, some of them would develop interstellar travel uh, that humans haven't really mastered yet. Yeah, yeah. Even at the slow pace of current envisioned interstellar travel, the Milky Way galaxy could be completely traversed in a few million years. Which is fucking crazy. I mean, like, you know, the, the big the big things uh, pr that are stopping us is the production of energy. If we, yeah. you know, and we're not that far right now from fusion energy. If we could put fusion energy in space... We'd be fucking on one. We'd be out of here. Oh, hell yeah. Out of 5,000. Uh, so, uh, Gecko Jeeper says, uh, we're going to talk about no, Dyson Spheres. Uh, I have all that stuff. Oh, we'll you get do? To okay, it. okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, I was yeah. about to, yeah. Uh, um, so then, um, 
interstellar travel. So since there's many of the stars similar to the sun or billions of years older, the Earth should have already been visited by extraterrestrial civilizations or at least their probes. Yeah. But there's no evidence of that existing. So the great filter theory ultimately is knowing all those steps, uh, one of those steps is super improbable. <clears throat> we, uh, we don't. We don't know if we've even gotten to the step yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I've always thought that I, if there is a great filter, it's climate change. I feel like all societies have to generate energy eventually. Yeah. And they do it in a manner that eventually destroys the planet. Yeah. And that's what causes them to collapse back. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I'm like, you know, maybe... You know, humans are fucking the planet up. Yeah, like, no, well, absolutely. There will be 10 billion people and then like 7 billion by the end of the century. So, like, if even if things get super bad, and they will, we'll get down to what? Like, 100 million? Yeah, that's That'd fucking... That'd be very still, few yeah, people, yeah. but that's a shitload of people. Still. Uh, yeah, so I, I kind of think that they would figure things out, live their own advanced life, maybe get to space... So, like, climate change makes a lot of sense to be the fil- filter, but I don't know if that's it. And I kind of wonder if it's maybe, like, the speed that you need to travel. Like, if if you – maybe traveling across the sp- distances of space is just so difficult that no one ever does it, and they only ever colonize, you know, solar systems. Yeah, I mean, that would make sense because it's, like – it's just the, I don't know, it's a lot to think about because it's like, it how, like, that's fucking light years away. Like, it's not just like, light I'm going to pop over to Mars for a yeah. second or like, I'm going to pop, you know, to the next galaxy over. Um, the technology you would need to basically, like, fucking hyper jump to another system, yeah. it, it, it would be, it would have to be immense because you have to, you know, you have to think about the average lifespan of a fucking person I like mean, and like you know maybe maybe what if like hibernation is the kind of mm-hmm. ultimate filter like maybe no creature can like be sustained suspended long enough yeah. to be travel to travel the distance maybe they like need, uh, and they either need to have better life support or travel faster than light which yeah. is probably almost impossible yeah. too fucking just cryogenically freeze yourself so you get to your destination dude i mean sure yeah. whatever might as well um so what uh, what is what do you got what do you got next so there's, on there so i think that theory is interesting uh I, I i don't think it's what is right i don't think that's what governs space cuz i just have to believe that aliens exist yeah so my favorite theory about all this is the dark force theory have you ever heard of that uh, I have not, actually. Not until I read your notes. Uh, so it's called the Remembrance of Earth's Past Trilogy by Lu Cixin. Uh, it's he's a it's Chinese sci-fi yeah. trilogy. It's incredible. It's okay. so good. Highly recommend it to anybody. But the whole Dark Forest theory and, and the premise of the book is basically applied game theory, uh, like the Prisoner's Dilemma. So the concept is civilizations fear one another so much that they don't dare to reveal themselves or they would be immediately be considered a potential threat and destroyed. That would absolutely happen. So, and, and you have to, and like, because there's a big thing is like, people are like, maybe aliens visited us, or maybe they're waiting, and then they want to be our friends, right? Yeah. But, so, due to the exponential growth of civilizations, I mean, and it's always growing, and there's only finite resources. Yeah. So, they're always going to expand. And the, and they're always, like, eventually if a civilization gets advanced enough, it's always going to be looking to eventually another solar system or galaxy. Because what, I mean, what are you going to do if you don't? You're just going to get so big that you 
Like they just you take up yeah, the whole and planet they, and you it, can't yeah. fucking do you like you yeah, know. So yeah, like what is uh, Gecko brought up like the the Dyson sphere, yeah. which is like actually not that plausible of a creation, but the idea is that it would harvest the whole energy of a sun. Yeah, that is the point at which they would need to move on to a new place. Yeah. So, um. The only reason to leave a galaxy or a solar system or a planet is for resources. And, like, the U.S. is – the U.S. itself is already making companies that are planning on mining, mining asteroids. asteroids. Yeah, so – How do you feel about that, mining asteroids? It's lit. I, I think it's amazing. Do yeah. it. it that was so would, sick. You're, you're mining something that's just – Flying through space and it's pollute uh, the hell out of space. Yeah, Who cares? And it's a hell of a lot better than fucking you know polluting our own Earth. Yeah. Uh, I I'm like I'm back and forth because I'm like I don't want you know a thousand million fucking satellites being shot into our atmosphere so where I can't I can't see the stars more. Like, oh, that's know? gonna happen. Um, I know, and yeah. I don't want it to happen. Dude, Tesla um, already did that. <laughs> or yeah. SpaceX. And yeah. so uh, and and you know I want to be able to see the fucking stars at night. Uh, one thing I also often think we'll about... We'll just go to space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with commercial Don't space travel, about. fuck it. Um, one thing I often think about is I wonder what the sky looked like, you know, fucking millions of years ago when there was no light pollution. I mean, even just 200 yeah, years 200 ago. Yeah, 200 years ago, dude. <laughs> How I'm was like, that? I'm so, like, I, I wish I had a time machine because I, I would just... We would fucking go to, like, some desert out in the middle of nowhere and just, like, stare at the fucking sky, I mean, dude. There are places in the U.S. that are literally zero light pollution. Yeah, you can get to them. Yeah. Like the we, I went to the Great. I think it was called the Great Basin in Nevada. It's like a mountain range basin at like eleven thousand feet, and oh, there's shit. like nobody around. There's no nothing up there. Yeah. and uh, you, I mean, it's there's literally no civilization. Anything. It's like perfect fucking vision of the stars. I gotta go there. It's incredible. I gotta go Highly, there. highly, yeah. highly recommend. I love it. Dude, there. go out there and just take some fucking acid, just stare at the sky. Yeah, man. we did. <laughs> it's the Nevada desert. Yeah. You do shrooms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, okay, so, yeah, basically, we know that planets, or civilizations would need to leave the planet or whatever to go somewhere else. So, there's no way to know if other life forms can or will destroy you if given a chance. You, you don't know what's yeah. the reaction. You don't know be. if someone's coming to make peace or if they're coming to fucking harvest your I planet mean, for resources. And you don't know if or, you landing on a planet what those people are yeah. going to respond to. It. It's like, maybe they make you into Jesus. Yeah. Or maybe they immediately try to eat. Or they're trying to send a fucking. They're trying to build a hyperspace highway through your planet system, and your planet gets directly into the way of that. So sure, you're scheduled yeah. for demolition. That's a. Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference, if nobody else caught that. So, um, a big thing about the can destroy you is the calculation of, do they have the technology to yeah. do it? So, you know, like, if a civilization, like, Earth has only really produced uh, detectable radio waves for, like, 70 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so maybe, the you know, the furthest away is, like, I think seventy light years, if that's how. But I think it's actually shorter because the how radio wave expands as it goes further. Yeah, so yeah, it gets yeah. to a point where it just wouldn't be discernible. Yeah. So there's a certain limit of how far they could be. So basically, if there was a alien race at the very edge of this, and they're like watching I Love Lucy on radio <laughs> waves, and they're like. Oh man, humans seem easy. Let's go over there, and and by the time they get there, it's like fifty years from now. Yeah, yeah. And we figured out space nukes. Yeah, and, and like they're just dealing with a whole uh. new fucking problem. And and like a technological 
burst is always going to increase on an exponential yeah. uh, rate. Like, no matter any civilization, if they start figuring shit out, you start figuring more yeah, shit out. Yeah, absolutely. So, this lacking any assurances that you could be safe, the safest option for any species is to annihilate any other detectable life forms before they have a chance to Jesus do the same. Jesus Christ, dude, yeah. Isn't that the darkest yeah. shit? Like, I mean, it makes sense, but it's like, I, I don't believe that. Like, it, it's a, it makes sense, but it's not something I personally would... Uh, advocate for it. It would exp- it, it explains why we wouldn't be seeing any civilizations because they're hiding. Yeah, yeah. A, the idea is, and that's the great filter. Yeah, a society gets advanced enough that it recognizes the nature of the cosmos, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, realizes, oh my god, we need to hide ourselves. Yeah, and then um, yeah, in in and, and, and that's. Explains also why we don't see any signatures on the Kardashev scale that Gecko brought up. That's Be- true. Because the Kardashev scale is this, like, basically a sci-fi theory that, like, planet or civilizations will develop detectable energy scales at a certain level, yeah. basically. And so it's like a type 1 civilization can use uh, all the energy on a planet. Type 2 is called a stellar civilization, all the energy on a planetary system and type 3 civilization would be on a galaxy. And, you know, our confusion is if civilizations could get so big, eventually they would have to be detectable. Yeah, yeah. That, But the dark forest theory completely explains why they wouldn't be shown. Because yeah. they know they can't. Yeah, because it could, it could result in annihilation. And that's... Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and that's why I, I think that like that is when I read that I was like that's it yeah that that's, is the explanation. you can't you can't sit here and tell me if alien life alien life forms landed on Earth today that we would probably go to them somewhat peacefully but Only someone we think we'd get our ass kicked so, that but also someone in a bunker fucking a hundred miles away button. has a finger on the button that basically launches fucking nuclear warheads straight at this alien rocket ship no matter where they are. Um, oh, I, hey, you I know just... that all all world government plans for aliens end with maybe shooting. Yeah, at them. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, if um, any of this doesn't yeah, work, if, shoot nukes. At if them. they <laughs> don't agree to our demands, we're going to shoot them out of the sky. Uh, but like that that whole theory just dovetails so well with all of the other like yeah. factors. I was just like that. Then that makes complete sense of like you know. It's kind of like really dark. Yeah, it, it makes but, me like sad. But it, it, but it's also, it really. I mean, I guess the theory plays into us because you know we were a, we're a society in a world that's very used to war and killing each other. Um, but you know, what if on another planet they're like you know they don't have war, they don't have the 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 means of killing each other is not in their fucking life cycle or whatever, so... The idea is those planets would never get anywhere. Yeah. They would just get obliterated uh, yeah. by some other Yeah, planet. that's true. Yeah, They're that's like, very true. We welcome all of you yeah. shooting the radio waves out yeah. of space, and then another planet's like... Like a fucking Death Star comes. <laughs> there you go. A Death <laughs> Star shows up and just blasts yeah. the planet to shit. You know, and it's cool. Like, the trilogy gets into, like, the really late stages of that yeah. idea, and they, like, have the point of view of, like, an alien detecting, like... A civilization and they're like oh okay gotta blast it you yeah know, just like oh we saw one take that it. out right there because and another part of that theory is if you can detect another planet then you can be detected. yeah you can be detected so yeah so there's no way to observe invisibly generally 
I mean, it's probably pretty easy to just have a spaceship above Earth forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and to, for, it was up till like, 60 years ago that they couldn't have that, you know? What if there is, like, a spaceship just outside our galaxy that's, like, or just outside of our solar system that's just, like, watching us? I mean... And they're, like... Uh, fucking what's up, <laughs> dude? What, yeah you want like once they're they're like once they hit interstellar travel blow them up <laughs> why though yeah. it's just ending it yeah just fucking shoot us down right now dog uh it, the, have you you've seen 2001 a space odyssey right yeah, yeah yeah i mean that that's one that's like a, a civilization aliens are waiting for us to develop enough yeah idea and i'm just like I feel like an alien race would have to be so far ahead of us to be like, all right, we'll let them grow. Yeah, and, and then, and then why it. though? There's yeah, just why no just, point? Just fucking turn kill us, us, turn us Take into us your food or whatever, or eat your our sun and you fuck r- off. Ravage our Earth for yeah. your uh, for your resource for resources, obviously. But there probably won't be any left by the time we're done with it. Uh, yeah, because, it's gonna be pretty shit. Yeah, because we don't we uh, we refuse renewable energy. Because I don't know if this is a book, but I think I'd like to read a book about aliens getting to Earth after we ruined it, and they're like, "What the? Yeah, what the fuck, fuck is this, dude? It was nice yeah. when you looked at it. They're like, we can't. We were here we like a probe here like sixty yeah, years ago. ago. <laughs> we sent a probe here like a hundred, like a thousand years ago, and y'all were doing great. What the fuck just happened? And where are the mammoths? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's a Yeti just fucking going and looking for Bigfoot and shit? Um, okay, where, so, where are we So, I mean, now? that's that's all of my theories for space, but to, and I I have decided that aliens haven't visited because the Earth because the solar system is a dark place. Yeah, the galaxy Earth is a dark place. All of space is I a was, dark place. I was reading how like you know kind of like it came back to the point where life is rare in the universe. How even though the universe is ever expanding, it's still you know, rare for life to form and that life only really happens at a very, very rare time, basically. So, and the rest of the universe when life isn't happening is just fucking supermassive black holes just, yeah, hanging out in the universe and colliding with each other and eating each other. When they eat each other, they make noise. Like, it makes it, I like, 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 and it's an improbable fear. It would never happen, but like, just like a black hole being be lost, awful. yeah, being lost in the cosmos and everything's dark and you just hear like these fucking black holes just swallowing Ugh. each other. I would be fucking terrified. Uh, one of the reasons I also want to be immortal is because I want to witness what was going to happen in 4.5 billion years when the Andromeda galaxy collides with yeah, the Milky Way galaxy. It's I mean, although so I, I worry that it's not. Like, what if it's just like you can't see shit? You're yeah. Like, Huh? They just like show a up? couple more stars. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> nothing fun God is happening. Damn it! What if like, but what if like a fucking another planet just like collides with ours and they and fuse you're together, immortal, dude? And you just yeah. have to like get bashed around yeah. by rocks you're, and, and you're just like floating through the, the cosmos. Crust. You're like, this fucking sucks. I hate dude. this. <laughs> I should have been Doctor Manhattan. God damn! Fucking just teleport yourself. Experience time simultaneously. Uh, I don't know if I can handle that. Uh. But again, highly, highly, highly recommend uh, the Dark Trilogy or the okay. Remembrance of yeah, Earth's Past yeah. Trilogy. It's so cool. I like that whole, the, especially the last book, because like the second book was cool. But I was like, eh, yeah, you know, yeah. 
Uh, but the third book brought me totally back by the end. Like, every new page, I was like, whoa. Fucking wild, And I was dude. like, oh, shit. It's um, so cool. Oh, yeah. Send me the fucking title of that book. I will, I, yeah. I fucks with space books. So do you want to move on to some encounters? Yeah. So uh, I need to grab. thought to be alien visits. Yeah, I have to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab something to drink real quick so you can stall them. Or I can throw on some music and take a break. Which one do you want? Uh, you wait, stall what do you them, do? I just want to grab something to drink. Oh, I mean, out. you don't want to sit my water? Yeah, I'm good now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just tell him about okay, my one, cool, yeah. first one. Yeah, that's an easy yours. one. Oh, yeah, he read my notes, so we pretend that we have new conversations <laughs> with each other, but we practice this whole thing completely start to finish. Um, so, yeah, we're doing events that we thought were alien visits or thought to be alien visits. Uh, I, you know, I started with the really obvious ones like um, the Roswell shit and whatever, but... I got to thinking, like, I wonder what old alien visits, like, were thought to be. Like, did we consider aliens for a while? So I found uh, from 74 BCE in Rome, according to Plutarch, a Roman uh, army commanded by Lucilius was about to begin a battle with Mithridates VI of Pontus. Cool name. Yeah, yeah, cool badass shit. name, dude. When all of a sudden, this, this is where he gets to quotes, the sky burst asunder, and a huge flame-like body was seen to fall between the two armies. In shape, it was almost like a wine jar, and in color, like molten silver. Plutarch reports the shape of the object as like a wine jar of pithos, and, uh, and apparently it was reported by both armies. And I'm like, you know, that really sat with me. I read a few of these that I was like, oh, that's easily yeah. explained. Yeah. But this one, I was like, damn, what would that be? Reported by both armies as well, so it's not like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I'll get into my next theory, but there's a, there's plenty of reasons to lie about it. Yeah, or that yeah, would yeah. make sense to lie yeah. about it. Which, oh, dog hog, do you think I want some gummy snacks? Here's Are you kidding me? Let's on. do some... Yeah, yeah. Space gummies. Wait, oh, oh, God. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Oh, yeah. So, because at first it's like you're reading it, and it's like sky bursts asunder, huge flame like body. You're like, oh, it's a meteor. Yeah, you know? yeah. That'd be crazy. You're about to go to war, and you don't know about anything from space, and then something falls, falls from space. Falls from the sky, dude? Uh, they would have to be like, and maybe it's a sign that we shouldn't war right now. It explodes. They didn't have any way to blow stuff up back then. That so they're just the, like, they're like, what was yeah. that? <laughs> Losing the their fucking mind, dude. Um... But the silvery object, I don't know what the fuck that could be. And and I'm like, wait, did no one go and look at it? Is that the end of that I wonder, story? <laughs> I wonder if that, like, that's a good question. Is that the end of the story? Did something? I didn't find any more. I was looking for it. Did it just go away? Or did they were just I like, know. I'm like, excuse me. They're like, I that's weird. All right, back to war. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not falling for your tricks, yeah. wizards. <laughs> they probably, that's what they probably thought it was, too. They probably like, oh, the other army has, like, Mystics on their for side. like such a long time, you yeah. can just be like, "What is that? Magic? Uh, okay, wizards are not used at all. The witches." Uh, so that's my oldest one. That sounds kind of like an alien to me. Yeah, that sounds quite like an alien. And like, I don't know why aliens would choose to drop in front of a bunch of armies, but maybe it's an accident. And Either then they just see it, and then they're like, "Oops!" An and accident, an accident, or they were like, uh, "They were like, this would be hilarious." Him. Yeah, they're like, "Watch this shit, dude!" And like the they're Jack, gonna freak the fuck. The jackass out. music plays in the background. <laughs> um, so yeah, what's what do you got? An old one? So 
Do you have one between 74 BCE and 1561? No. Really? Oh, okay. What's your oldest? Uh, oh, shit. Hold on. Um, I have mine are all in the 1900s. Oh, yeah, I did. I did those. So if you want to go along, go on with your 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 old old ones. I have like okay, all right. I did like three more. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so this one I got really into researching because I thought it was kind of crazy. Um, fifteen sixty one celestial phenomenon over Nuremberg is the name of the Wikipedia article that yeah. I stole this from. Mm-hmm. Um. UFologists, which I don't love the word, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, not the best. Refer word. to it as evidence of an aerial battle between aliens, and and again, it comes back to why are they doing this? Yeah, in right front there? of people, yeah. they don't need to do that. Um, it's uh, yeah, exactly. That's what I said in my notes, but I do think that it adds credence to the theory that transformers are real. Yeah, okay, so, I can see that. I, you know, that does nail it. Oh my god, do you have? I want another one of those. Give me that. What do you want? That bacon strip you just ate. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Ugh. That's what. The, that's why you log on to Twitch so you can see us eat gummy. Yeah, snacks. dude, I'm a I'm a whore for sour belts. Love. I love sour gummy. The best. Man. Ooh, that's um, actually pretty sour. Um, so. At dawn, at first there appeared in the middle of the sun two blood-red semicircular arcs, just like the moon in its last quarter. And in the sun, above and below, on both sides, the color was blood. There stood a round ball of a partly dull, partly black ferrous color. Ferrous is like iron, for those who don't know. (laughs) Um, Likewise, there stood on both sides, and as a torus about the sun, such blood... blood red ones and other balls in large number about three in a line and four in a square also some alone i was like i don't know that sounds kind of wild i don't know why we would go straight to an alien battle yeah um i mean what could it be no when, when did the, yeah it's a sundog 1961 oh okay a sundog you ever you seen that i, don't I think put it so. in my notes click on, the, click on a picture of it yeah um it's just a it, it's these halos caused around the sun Oh, by okay. ice crystals in the atmosphere, and and if you're listening, uh, look it up because I can't send you a picture. Can't send you a link right now. Um, and it's actually best seen when the sun is at the horizon, and it, this was at dawn, so mm-hmm. it adds up. And, and like then you go back and read it, and you're like, oh, it doesn't seem exciting like a battle in space mm-hmm. at all. It just seems like the sun. That's fair. Um, but there's interesting historical context to this. This is what I was getting really into. Man, that's sour. Is it really? I'm gonna make oh, my eye water up. No shit. You want one more? Yeah, I do. Desperately, yeah. I was like, leave me some. Yeah, here, take these two because I'm about to eat all this shit. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, Nuremberg actually has multiple reports of angelic and militaristic sky beings. <laughs> they have a history of this. Um, they tend to crop up. Like, reports like this crop up in religious cities during times of duress. And, like, Nuremberg had this pop up uh, after, like, a really debilitating siege that they were recovering from. And uh, during the Thirty Years' War in 1618, which was, like, 50 years after this, very similar apparitions of knights fighting in the skies were frequently reported. And I was like, whoa, that's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, and I was like, it really shows that I think the media and culture of the time dictates what people describe as yeah. a UFO. And so for a long time, we're like, oh, it's God or or magic, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But uh, 
I thought that was kind of crazy. Like, Nuremberg, what's up? Why are you guys making up aliens all yeah, the time? Yeah, uh, um, maybe attention. it's like one of those, it's like a domino effect. Like, someone comes out with a story, and then they just start coming, fucking pushing yeah. out stories. Yeah. And they're, like, looking at it, and then one guy's like, oh, my God, look at those angels. Yeah. And the other guy's like, oh, oh yeah. 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 Angels, I totally. Don't, I don't know what that is. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but I was like, it, ridiculous that ufologists latch onto this. Yeah, yeah. So easily explained, yeah, you know? Explained. Yeah, I'm like, that's pretty fucking Cut dicey. And dry, but Yeah, I mean, I honestly think the, the one in Rome was way more convincing. Yeah, it's no, because less like explainable. two ar- armies saw it, like, not just, like, one And they both like described two, it like yeah. a wine job. So, pretty interesting. But it's just a sun dog. Um, and then, this one's easy. It won't take me long. Japan, 1803. February 22nd, or March 24th. That's what it said. I was like, okay. Uh, what, <laughs> are you not sure? Yeah. <laughs> um, in 1803, one of the two. local fishermen reportedly saw a vessel drifting in close by waters. They say when they investigated it, a beautiful young woman they described as having red and white hair. And this is in Japan. Red and white hair and dressed in strange clothes appeared. The fisherman claimed she held a square box that no one was allowed to touch, and she spoke to them in a language they never heard before. Some UFO believers think this story was a credible document of a close encounter of the third kind in Japan. And I was like, yeah. that is not yeah, at all. What, what, so like what made-up fisherman what bullshit. What makes that credible? Like, what, <laughs> what, is the, what is the facts you have that make that credible? Although, I do think it just sounds like a time traveler story. Mm-hmm. I would just fuck with whoever bo- I show the, up on the box, dude. I would too. The box that you can't touch. It's like I, you, <laughs> you're getting in the time time machine with your friend. And you're like, what do you got there? Dude? <laughs> oh, I just show this box to whoever. They think it's nuts. <laughs> it's just a cardboard box with fucking duct tape <laughs> on it. <laughs> a light switch. Yeah. On it. Don't touch it. It's like the uh, SpongeBob episode where Patrick has the box that has a string in it. Yeah, exactly. And won't let SpongeBob uh, see it. It's like. You know, I actually was fine. I was getting pretty in deep to some weird UFO websites reading about this. And I'm like, you guys are really shooting yourself down here. Like, these are some dumbass yeah, stories. Yeah. Like, uh, I, you know, some of the later ones I think are a lot more convincing. But this that's just mm-hmm. made up bullshit. So, um, so, you do one. We'll do uh um, my, my next one's in 1947. Your next one is in 1947. Let me look at this real quick. Uh, 1955. Which Hi, one, wait, which sized. one? Which one are, in 1947 are you doing? Are you doing the Men in Black one in 1947? Kenneth Arnold. The first UFO sighting. Harold Dahl is the one I have for 1947. Oh, hell yeah. That's I crazy. Think, I think yours is after, right after mine. Yeah, because it's also, like I said, it's also in fucking 1947. Okay, let me, let me do mine. Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna okay, so it's 1947. Uh, you don't like black people. Women aren't Wait, really what allowed to talk about month stuff. was it in? We're in Korea. Uh, what? What month? In 1947? June. Mine's also in June. I think there was, yours was the one that was 10 days after mine. That's, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yes. Mm-hmm. We did that on accident. Yeah, that's crazy. Bad we didn't ass. plan that. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Kenneth Arnold. The Wikipedia page for this, by the way, is terrible. I had to go do some deeper research because it's, like, full of just made-up shit. Like, the, and Wikipedia, like, at the top is like, dude, someone just made up the yeah, this research is fucking for this. Yeah, this is dude. <laughs> uh, so, Kenneth Arnold, 1947, he's flying his plane. He was a businessman, and he was cool because uh, he 
flew his own little plane around to do his business businessman stuff. Oh, shit. Hey, you want to watch me eat all this sour stuff? I want to eat some of it, so. Okay, here. Put as much in your mouth as you want. Okay. Okay, what are you trying to do? There's sour stuff at the end of this bag, so we're going to... Uh, we're gonna eat some of it. Yeah, I oh, love yeah. it. It's so good. It's so good. We're just eating sugar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad no one else is on the internet right now. If you're on the Twitch right now, tell, uh, just don't say anything. Yeah, you didn't see anything. Keep that shit to yourself. Yeah. All right. So this guy's flying around selling his shit. Yeah. He sees uh, over Mount Rainier uh, a string of nine shiny, unidentified flying objects. That he estimated at a minimum of 1,200 miles an hour. And some other articles said 1,700. I don't know where the fuck that is. Yeah, how do you, yeah, how do you, and I'm also like, how do you estimate that? Yeah, (laughs) you're flying in an airplane and you see another thing flying. So, like, your point of view is shifting, their point of view is shifting, and the thing behind them is shifting, and you're like, Oh, he's going like 1,200 miles an hour. Yeah, you like look at an airplane. That's about 710 miles an hour. You go right there. Um, I so yeah, it's going 1,200 miles an hour. And which is interesting uh-huh. because in October of this year is that when Chuck Yeager in the Mojave Desert, not Mount Rainier, yeah, yeah, yeah. broke the speed, speed of sound. Yeah. So if they're estimating that fast, it'd be the fastest thing on Earth. Mm-hmm. Um. The Air Force got involved in this. This was a big fucking story. Like, the news, this is what ran the story of the flying saucers, because that's what he described it as. And it got a lot of fucking attention. Um, The Air Force got involved in this. And, and, uh, okay, here, I'll tell the Air Force part after, because it's like anyone could say they saw an alien, you're like, okay, yeah, sure. sure. So, but what was interesting about this, and what really made me think about it, was Mr. Arnold, the dude, like, really affected his business because people would, like, go into the airports he was landing and, like, asking him questions. Yeah, no shit. And he, like, didn't care about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he, he So this was post-war. He thought he was doing, like, his civic duty. Yeah, He was like, yeah. I saw some weird shit and I just told you guys yeah, about it. Yeah, I want it. you to know that this and it, may and be And the something. news ran crazy with it and he hated that it got into such a thing. So he said, um, if at any time in the future he saw anything in the sky, to quote him, he said, if I ever saw a 10-story building flying through the air, I would never say a word about it. <laughs> Due to the fact that he had been ridiculed yeah. by the press to yeah. such an extent that he's practically a moron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like... That's fucked up. So, you know, a lot of these stories are like, uh, it's so easy to explain. Like, they want to be on, etc. Yeah, And yeah, they'll yeah. get famous and some money, blah, blah, blah. He, But he did not... That's See, not what he wanted. You no, know, and yeah. he never changed his story his whole life. And he's just like, I am I know so sick of hearing about yeah. this fucking story. That's uh, fair. Yeah, they, that, that's fucking shitty, too. I don't think it makes sense for it to be going that fast without making Sonic booms. Yeah. So I don't really think it was going that fast. But, oh, okay. This is where, so the Air Force got involved. Okay. And they did a conclusion. Uh, uh, their conclusion. I've got some Air Force stories. It is here, the so. Air Force conclusion that the objects of this sighting were due to a mirage. What That's it. The just fuck? we're due to a mirage. Can't uh, close. Everybody go like, home. Uh, what do you mean due and, to a and, fucking mirage? And the guy Arnold, like he moved his plane around. He opened his window. Like he wasn't seeing his shit yeah, on the window. Yeah, he was yeah. making super sure. It, it sounded like. 
I don't know. That one kind of stuck with me because it wasn't that fantastical. It wasn't there like wasn't an like exaggerated a, fucking no. story. Yeah, like, yeah, I saw yeah. some weird like, shit, I saw a fucking and flying there wasn't really a good yeah. explanation for it. And it, it wasn't. It wasn't. And then the Air Force was like, "You were high." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Excuse me, what the fuck?" You're uh, that's that's one of them. Their air mirages. So I bet it wasn't business. going that fast. But and all every fucking explanation after this, all of them. Yeah. Can just be is military tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. totally makes sense for all of it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's are, fucking... you're not doing the Roswell one right now, right? No. Okay, no, so do uh, the one next. So we're so we're talking about a two weeks two dim- yeah, because the yeah. Roswell story was only two weeks after Arnold. Uh, I have something in so here. So yours is before about, Roswell and after Arnold. I, I I didn't do Roswell because I know you were doing Roswell. Um, I have just like tidbits like Hangar 18 and shit like that. Hi, Rebel. Okay. Um, so basically, June 27th, 1974, um, Harold Dahl is on a conservation mission uh, on the Puget Sound near the eastern shore of Washington's Murray Island. Washington? Uh, yeah. So near Mount Rainier. Yeah. So he's gathering logs when he sees. Six donut-shaped obstacles hovering half Objects. a mile above his... Bu- uh, yeah, I don't know why I wrote obstacles. <laughs> I wrote, I finished this this morning when I got off work, so I was tired. Uh, yeah, objects. I don't know why the fuck I wrote obstacles. Uh, six donut-shaped objects hovering half a mile above his boat. Before long, he says, one of the objects dropped nearly 1,500 feet and began raining hot metallic debris, uh, some burning Harold's son Charles on his arm, who was with him, and I guess it killed their dog. It just the article. Whoa. The article says the dog, their dog, didn't survive the ordeal. Um, so they were. What did they look like? They were round. They were donut shaped objects. Okay. Um, apparently, he took pictures, but I could never find anything. What's this guy's name? Harold Dahl. Uh, now, so later, Harold and his boss says he goes back to the location and like sees these objects. Now, Harold and and his boss apparently recanted their statement and said it was a hoax. Now, the reason why this is still a story and people are skeptical of it because Harold also tells a story about how a man shows up to his house a couple days after he, you know, tells the story to basically the press and shit like that. Um, tells a man, this is basically where men in black come from. This is like a man of the men yeah, in black yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he basically, this man shows up to his house uh, they got to a diner, and uh, essentially the conversation is, forget what you saw, don't say anything else about it, blah, 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 blah. So when Harold and his, you know, they, they say that it's a hoax, people speculate that he did that because he was forced to or he was persuaded to buy this government agency or something like that. And, you know, the men in black stories are, are fucking stories in their own, you know, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're, they're just about extraterrestrial in themselves because you've got stories of these agencies showing up and making people be silent. You also have people who tell stories of how the men in black didn't seem like human. They were just, you know, unruly to like unreal tall and like had gray skin, shit like that. Um, you sound like black people. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, the um, white, white people are yeah. like, oh, they were crazy. Yeah, they were crazy. And like, man. And their hair was so wide. <laughs> like, ma'am, you're just racist. <laughs> it's like, is this just what Wisconsin was like in yeah. 1947? Goddamn, apparently. So this is really fascinating because... Both of the, I didn't even know about this. It doesn't say anything in the shit I was reading. It's only two weeks, or it's less than two weeks after the incident that I'm describing. And they're both in the same area. They're in Washington. That's wild. They're both round objects. 
which didn't survive the ordeal. I mean, yeah, I, I, I can't did, find any pictures. That's, that's I weird. don't find any pictures, and it's also like your dog died. Like, what? Where did that come? Yeah, from? Well, yeah, where? Yeah, that's why I was like, I. What? So, but here's the thing. I believe that. I think those are the same story, I think, essentially, yeah. and it's just military tech. And yeah, some I, guy definitely. showed up, and he was like, shut the fuck yeah. up about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. And it's like, shut your fucking and it's mouth, like, is dude. it really so crazy that the government would show up and be like, shut your mouth? Yeah, like, absolutely no not. Way, yeah. You know? Fuck no. Especially post, in, in 45, like, the they had only just busted this huge Soviet spy ring yeah. at the time. So they were oh, dude, yes, they, yeah, the fuck time. yeah, they were. Uh, uh, what year is your next sighting? So uh, my next one is Roswell, which was in July. So it's only Ju- like a, a week after. Oh, July of forty-seven. This okay. or no? Uh, it's two weeks after. Okay, cool. After you do Roswell, I'm gonna do uh, the birth of the little green man. Is is that uh, the, the idea about Kentucky? The, oh, okay. I heard. So Roswell has a, a related theory to that. Okay. But, okay. Yeah. Um. So. For those who don't know, I mean, the Roswell UFO incident is probably the most famous no, tour, of all yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. everyone like, knows about Roswell. That's the one that area that you want, blah, blah, blah. So um, it was in July of 1947, uh, and this basically some guy finds some uh, materials in space, and he's like, or not in space, in the desert. And yeah. He was like, oh, it was an alien craft. And yeah. then the authorities showed up, and they took it away, and uh, that's why, because it was an alien and it's interesting because the story actually just kind of faded out. It didn't. It, it got some hype at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. But after that, it was just over. Um, and in the late '80s, everyone was super high on coke. There was Cold War going on. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were that... obsessed with the government yeah. lying to us because they were selling us crack. Mm-hmm. And uh, the story got big again because UFOlogists kind of started that whole hype. Yeah, yeah. And. Uh, so there's like dozens of books written about it, hundreds of quote unquote witnesses, but only ever a grand total of seven people who saw the debris and five who've ever claimed to really? handle it. And uh, yeah, it was actually just an, a balloon. Yeah, I'd say it, that. it was a balloon. It was uh, and it was really interesting. It's called part of Operation Project Mogul, which was just uh, a project to use microphones put on weather balloons to detect nuclear, nuclear blasts. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool idea. Very 1940s. Uh, it's it actually kind of worked, but there's better ways to detect nuclear baths. So we we didn't really fuck with it. But I was like, yeah, that 100 percent adds up. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, they, yeah, the government was like, there was an investigation about it in the 90s by the Air Force, and they were like, oh yeah, that was our balloon. Like that's us. Why that do you guys? Us. Why do you yeah. guys ask? Yeah, so when I, it first happened. I mean, so. of course we wouldn't be like. Uh, again, the government would lie about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. And everyone's like. Oh, is it aliens? Yeah. And I'm like, here no, they it's come. Just, more weapons. Uh, just assume it's weapons. Yeah, just always just assume always. something the government's trying to spy on either somebody or blow someone up. Okay, so I, that's Roswell. What's we're at one okay, so we probably got time for one more. I'll story. tell this one because it's kind of a long one, and then uh, we'll save the rest for. Uh, we'll save the rest for the part two. How much do you have? I like? have so I have the little green men. I have, um, I have Skinwalker Ranch. Hangar 18 and the Korean War GIs who who claimed they were attacked by a UFO. So you got four. Yeah. Wow. I got two left. So that'd be enough for another episode. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Okay, cool. And then we, and then I'll, I'll, to replace the two that I've already told, I'll throw in some abductions as well. I'll do some nice. research on that. So the birth of the little green man. Um, the night uh, of August 21st, 1955, the Suttons arrived out of. Excuse me. Out of breath and terrified to the Hopkinsville Police Station. This is in southwest Kentucky. 
this case is most notable because of witnesses. There were nearly a dozen of them. The length of the siege and close proximity of individuals, sometimes within a few feet of these aliens. Um, so this was ver a very rural part of Kentucky. The house consisted of eight adults and three children. It was a three-bedroom home. Uh, there was no running water. There was no phone. It was just very, you know, very primitive, basically. Uh, the police chief, one of the reasons, you know, people were believing this story as well is because the police chief is basically like, these aren't the kind of people who call the police. These these are the kind of people yeah. that grab their guns. Yeah, they do right. not show up. They, like, if something happens on their property, they do they not call just us. shoot the person yeah. and then bury him and exactly. we never see that person it, again. Yeah, exactly. So, and he was shocked to see that an entire family... Was, uh, that the entire family was in the police station in, in genuine terror, and a lot of them had very elevated heart rates. You know, their, their pulse coming in at, at a fucking around 100, 140 BPM. Um, so basically what happened is Billy Ray Taylor is fetching water from the backyard uh, at around 7 p.m. He sees this silvery object that he describes as, quotations, real bright with an exhaust of all different colors of the rainbow. It came silently, passed over the house, and then dropped just straight down as it got into the woods. Um, so Taylor is his 18-year-old wife. We're visiting uh, Lucky Sutton at the time, and it was Sutton's farm. And I, if I remember correctly, Billy Ray Taylor and Lucky Sutton knew each other from like being in a carnival together. I'm not, it's whatever, it doesn't not pertinent to the story. Um, so Lucky and the other members of the family, once Billy tells them what he saw, they're like, yeah, shut up, you're an idiot. And they just laugh it off. They think it's funny, uh, calling it basically impossible. Like, how could that even, yeah. whatever. Um, and so about an hour later, they're in the house, you know, doing their thing, and the dogs just start losing their fucking mind, just going batshit, pants crapping crazy. Lucky and Billy go to the back door to investigate, and they see they say they see small humanoid-type creatures Maybe about three and a half feet tall. They have an oversized head uh, they're, that is almost perfectly round. They have these long arms that almost touch the ground, and their hands have long talons at the end of them, and their eyes glowed this yellowish, you know, yellowish Hue, glow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the body gave off an eerie shimmer of light in uh, the new moon. There was a full moon that, or gave off a shimmer of light uh, that gave them kind of this silverish metal look. Oh, okay. Um. Billy and Lucky were like, fuck this, and grabbed their shotgun and a twenty two caliber rifle, and they fire at this little man. Who what they, is this? Blast yeah, it. Yeah, right. Like, I have no clue what this is, so That's we're going to kill it. That's the most Kentucky shit I've yeah, ever heard. Dude. We'll ask about its corpse. <laughs> yeah, no shit. So um, Billy and Lucky say, fuck this. They grab a shotgun and a twenty two caliber rifle. They start firing at the little man who they said had its arms raised like it was kind of like surrendering or something like that. Or it was going to activate its alien yeah, blasters. Yeah, right. Um, so they say the creature did a flip and scurried off into the woods. It did a flip. Yeah, it did a, a nice fucking uh, okay. backflip, apparently. <laughs> um, they, they then see, uh, as after it scurried off into the night, then they, they then see a small creature in the window and fire through the window screen. Um, at this time, the men are crouching in the hallway and see a, a little man, is what they call them, at the front door, they describe it as a five-gallon gas can with a head and arms and seems to be made of shiny metal. Um, so Taylor what? steps out. This is on, so long. Yes. This is an involved meeting. The, apparently, this happened hours. This, this, they, they fought these things for hours. Um, what? So Taylor steps out on the porch to investigate uh, to see if they're still, you know, they as they said, under attack. 
uh, and that's when the individuals of the residence were that were standing behind him uh, said that a small claw came reaching from the canopy uh, over the front porch and was about to, was you know touched his hair and was about to grab his hair. Uh, that's when uh, the group grabbed Taylor and pulled him back inside, and I think Lucky came out with a shotgun and began firing through the canopy. Um, <laughs> Their house is riddled, yeah, with, riddled bullet with bullets. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, like, got him. <laughs> Whatever say, that was. After he fired through the overhead canopy on the porch, they looked out into the, the woods near the property, and another creature in a tr- it was seen in a nearby tree, and they say it floated down uh, to the ground and scurried off into the woods. Uh, the group moves inside and spends the next few hours hearing, like, scratching on the roof. Like, you know, they hear rummaging outside like someone's going through their shit. Uh, and finally, they're like, fuck this. And they end up making a break for it and running to their cars and taking off to the police station. Local police chief then calls for backup and they go out and investigate Sutton Farms. Uh, they're accompanied by a few, um, they're accompanied by a few reporters as well as military police from Fort Campbell. They find shell casings, they find damage from the gunshot, but they don't find any of these creatures. Uh, and there is no evidence to suggest that they had been drinking because, uh, as the article put it, the matriarch of the farm stated that alcohol was prohibited on farm the farm, basically. Um, so after police left, family comes back. They're kind of calmed down now, but they all they report between 2.30 a.m. and daybreak. They report multiple sightings of these glowing men. Miss Lankford reports seeing one at her bedside window repeatedly. Investigators from the United States Air Force interview the family and such, and an investigation takes place. Uh, and the family is, of course, ridiculed by the public uh, for trying to make shit up. At one point, people wouldn't stop coming to their farm, so they started charging man, people to come look at shit. to a Kentucky farm yeah, no where shit. you know they've been strapped yeah. up. Um, no. So people will not stop coming to the farm, and uh, eventually they're like, fuck this, we'll just start charging people if they want to come see what happens so we can at least make some money off this whole ordeal. They're ridiculed for that, uh, for just trying to profit off people. What? Go fuck yeah, yourself. Yeah, this is America. Yeah, exactly. It's the most American um, shit. A study published by the Center of UFO Studies, well, almost 200 pages long, a researcher in 2006 suggests that it might have been horned owls protecting their nest, um, <laughs> and uh, and due to due to other accounts in the area, there was a, there was a meteorite that that fucking landed. Okay, so I mean that adds up. Yeah. I was gonna be like, I don't know, that sounds involved. What could that be? And yeah. like a meteorite and owls, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. 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 So they're like, we just got in a fucking gun battle with yeah. a bunch of oh, <laughs> owls. Uh, but there's like, if you if you look it up, there's like drawings that uh, reporters made after taking uh, the witnesses' testimonies. Um, yeah, if you just look up like fucking, I think it's like a uh, little. Oh, not the Ukrainian. Yeah, little, little green, green men. men Sutton Farms. Um. So. The Roswell theory or the Roswell story has a theory that's that had like it, you know, it, just like any other bullshit myth, it just gets bigger and yeah, broader. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that was another one where little green men were supposed to have come, and I'm pretty sure the Sutton thing started it, and then later in the 80s when they were making shit up, they were like, oh yeah, there were little green men there too, and because the theory probably came from the 80s. The idea was that the little green men were 
genetically modified Soviet children space explorers. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Good uh, God. I don't know. I don't know. I really want to tell this Korean War GI story. Um, we'll save it. We yeah, should save it. I know. That's we need I, a lot we, for our yeah, next, I, I next know, one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so, but yeah, I mean, the... The sad story does. It's funny because you look at the drawing and you're like, "That could be an owl." Yeah, that yeah, could easily yeah. be an owl. Um, definitely, but it's it's one of the most you know notorious ones because apparently you know it lasted fucking forever, uh, lasted a couple hours and shit. But it could knows? be an owl. Yeah, it could definitely be an owl. And that a meteorite landed in the area, earlier and it's that like day. it could be what uh, what the Taylor saw uh, whenever he was walking back from fetching water. Because, uh, you know... Uh, There's some shit a, shots, though. Yeah, no shit, anything. yeah. Um, but having a tail that was all colors of the rainbow could have definitely been a meteorite entering that. Oh, that made a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, I... Okay, perfect. We'll end it on my UFO okay. story. My UFO <laughs> story. <laughs> Just okay. fucking going to town, um, dude. Wait, what was this one again? Oh, perfect. Uh, yeah, yeah. C three PO. Should use that one more. Yeah, I uh, that one. It, it, it's funny because I so when back in my old days when I served in Civil Air Patrol. Uh, <laughs> Wait, when you what? I was in Civil Air Patrol. Oh. <laughs> I said I served. I was like, you served? I was like, well, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Civil Air Patrol, bro. Uh, I was at uh, an airport uh, because we were camping there for the night because we were going to do flight line service in the morning for an air show. Yeah, yeah. The night before they had a night show. Where they dropped, uh, they did a night parachute jump, and yeah. they had the sparklers on their feet. Super ninja cool shit. Very nice, very nice. It was cool. It's cool. You know, whatever. I, I mean, I was on the fly line. It's a great view for it. No shit. Uh, Where is but this at? KC. G- what is, what's that? There's two airports in KC. Or no, it's the one that it's the airport that's actually outside of KC. Oh, okay. I can't remember what it's called, but not MCI. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they've got a cool airport or a little museum there if you ever go by. But uh, they uh dropped those guys. They had and like there's a one point where it's like six of them and they all got together, so their he- heels are together doing their sparklers together. Yeah, it's badass. Yeah. Well, my friends were listening to a metal radio like in the area. Yeah. And they were like, "We're getting a bunch of uh, a surge of listener calls, so we're gonna start putting them on." Yeah. And there were all these tons of people like. I just saw a UFO come down over the airport and had a fucking glittery tail of colors and lights. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, you dumb idiots. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I was like, man, everything that looks weird, they're like UFOs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, immediately. I can't identify it. Fucking UFO. Don't I mean, that what is, is what a UFO is, unidentified flying object. But, yeah, I mean, and, they're like aliens. As soon as they see any shit, yeah, they're like, because, oh, honestly, God. UFO doesn't even mean extraterrestrial. Like, yeah, it just means unidentified. unidentified. Flying the objects. military uses the term yeah. UFO. It's a good t- time. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. All right, so I think we're going to I think that's there. a good way to end it. This well, is a good one. Yeah, we'll, a lot uh, of good stuff. we'll be releasing this pretty much as soon as we get done here. Um, then, we are alone in the universe. We are, yeah. We're alone in the universe, and the probability of life is minuscule, slim to none. So uh, <laughs> if you ever think, you know, you know. You matter. You, you don't. don't. Yeah, we're you don't. Complete, you're, we're a blip you're in just, time. Yeah, you're just a couple bits of stardust and some random equations that turn into a person. And you know that. Yeah, and you know you're that self-aware that of that. Isn't that the worst? Yeah. What a nightmare. Fuck. Mm. So we're going to end it here. Um, we will have a part two to this episode because there's just yeah. so much to go over. We'll record it on Sunday yeah. and then just release on. I was week. out of town this uh, this last weekend. So 
Um, but thank you so much for stopping yeah. by and talking about fucking aliens with us. We got so much space yeah, shit. To we talk got a lot about. of content to cover this season. This may be our mega season. It's gonna be our biggest. This yeah. is the one we've been the most hyped about for yeah, sure. And I'm fucking. This is either this or the ocean, and we actually don't have any experience. With yeah, the ocean, we were. So we're it we have been both a very long discussion from landlocked states. Yeah, so it's a, not a whole lot of going on with the ocean down here. So, uh, thanks for stopping by. We appreciate you. Send us some emails. Uh, I say that every time. You're probably not going to. Um, yeah, but fuck if you guys. Shout out to all of our Mexican amigos. Yeah, sh- yeah shout out to all sure. of our Mexican amigos and our homies in France. If you Whatever the if, French word for yeah, friend is. What is. Hey, yeah, email us and tell us what the French word for friend is. Is is it like baguette? Uh, uh, it's omelette du fromage. Omelette du fromage. Oh, it's ami. Ami? Let me hear it. Yeah, pronounce it. Ami. 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 I like that. I like very, okay, very much that. That's cool. If you're from one Shout of those two places, French, Ami. yeah. <laughs> if you're one from from one of those two places, fucking email us. Let us know how things are over there and uh, why you enjoy listening to the podcast because we would love to hear from you. Yeah, um, please. And even maybe in the future, we'll like have one of you guys on and we'll look. Just talk. If any of you just fucking send us some mail, we'll do whatever yeah. you want. Just yeah, just fuck. Yeah, I will fuck. literally do anything. Just I'll we'll read it on air. I what the fuck? The do Canadians, you want from me? the Australians, the French, yeah. the Mexicans, all of you. The four. Uh, from the UK. Unless you're from Kansas, don't send a shit. Yeah, you ain't got nothing to fucking you, say bro, to you, bro. Talk dude. to my face. Besides you, B-Lang's girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah shout out to her. Thanks. Yeah, shout out to B-Lang's girlfriend. She, she's a real one. She's a real one. Um, but if you want, follow me on my other social medias. You can find those at allmylinks.com slash snacks and official. I do true crime, makeup, and mukbangs on my YouTube channel. Um, and then I post dumb content everywhere else. Um... I think, you know, I think that's good, yeah. I think that's good. Well, uh, we'll see you guys next week for the second part of this season and for this badass mega season. I hope you have the best day ever. I hope all the good things happen to you. Please be safe. Please kind to others. <laughs> Most of all, be kind to yourself, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.